Welcome back to Anime Savants, everyone. This is episode 50. Holy shit. Like two episodes away. Oh my God. And uh, this week, I am Gohan if he was actually fathered by Goku. (laughs) So I don't know if that's good or bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am Sanji because I am stuffed. I'm currently out, uh, out out of town on vacation recording in a hotel room, but... I've been eating so much soul food the last two days. I don't know if I can move. So this is oh, easy wow. work for me. Your body's like in full itis mode? Oh, oh man. I've been in itis mode for like two days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, let's just go ahead. We're, we're, we're going to zoom through it this week, you guys. So basically, news-wise, I, I only have like two things. Um, That Mahoka show spinoff is coming Ugh, and I, saw, I, saw I know i know some of y'all are into that so i was like i might as well mention it i ain't gonna say nothing else though because i ain't gonna say nothing else okay next is of uh, the demon slayer console game is getting a lot of pra- trailers lately and uh, to be honest it looks like it's gonna be like naruto um ultimate ninja storm play style mm. so it looks pretty fun It'll and It'll sell a lot, and I'm going to go online, and I'm going to talk shit. I'm definitely going to talk shit, even though with games like this, which was the exact same with Naruto um, Ultimate Ninja Storm, is that the kind of the skill level, they don't balance the characters. So once they released, what the, what's them call it, the fourth Hokage, it was over. Yeah. Like, everyone just played him, and they just spammed shit. And if you manage to beat them online, they basically be like, you're cheating. And it's like, no, you're ass. And I actually just know how to use Tamari. Okay, never mind. We're going uh. down a whole nother fucking thing. Um, also, y'all, if you have not already, you absolutely need to go watch the trailer for Belle. Um, have you seen that yet? No. I was going to talk about another trailer, but wh- which one was this? Because I've seen a lot. This is the one. It's from the director who did um, Summer Wars. This is his new movie. Oh, I haven't it's, watched it's any like, movie trailers. Yeah. Um, um, Hosada. Wait, wait. Well, Hosoda, not Hosada. Oh, but yeah. Hosoda. What, what the fuck is his first name? Oh, why is that not an article? Anyways, if you've, if you've watched Summer Wars, it's literally like Summer Wars Beauty and the Beast. Ooh. Yeah, it looks really fucking cool, and the music is phenomenal. The um, they hired a singer, cool, um, to be uh, the main girl, um, Kaho Nakamura, and it. The trailer, first of all, it hit with the music from the beginning because they have like a um, what like a drum line in the beginning, and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, why is there a drum line going on right now? And then the singing was awesome, but also the trailer looked absolutely fucking gorgeous and i'm i'm talking about like the cg everything everything looked fucking amazing phenomenal so yeah go it's bell um i would guess you can search like studio chizu in youtube and find it it was really really fucking popular i think it dropped what like wednesday or thursday but go watch that fucking trailer y'all it's gorgeous and it's supposed to come out this year so that's all i got yeah, like I said, the, there's really not a lot this week for me. I mean, the the preview season is kind of on us, so the stuff that we've known about is coming soon. I saw a trailer for Vanitas, which is that uh, vampire anime that's coming from Bones. 
That's it. It seemed oh. like the only thing that like really stuck out to me is it felt original. It the quality level was pretty high, and it was enough of a unique premise of like you know vampire out to save other vampires. It's sort of a mystery element. It may be a little more of a serialized plot, but it's a two core. So you know, original anime that looks good, high quality animation. This two core is always gonna get my attention. Um, whatever Bones is doing also gets my attention, so that's kind of on my radar in a way that I, I had paid no attention, so I didn't even know much about the show, but eh, it looked okay. Um, otherwise, yeah. not not a whole lot. Um, maybe we'll get around to it in a week or two and do sort of a summer season preview. Luckily, yeah. it's not. Luckily, you know, from my quick skim, at least on my end, this may be a light summer. I don't know. Uh, Which you know what? Is, yeah, I'm not mad about that. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. The past two seasons have been pretty fucking stacked. Yeah. There's a lot of slice of life, a lot of like, com- a lot of just straight up comedy, which isn't my thing. I know that, um, was it Well, Tsukimichi? we already said that, like, it's hard to cover, just like in general. Cause right. Like, the only thing I that I knew about that is something I've read that might be okay, that might fall into that category of comedy, is uh, Tsukamichi Moonlight Fantasy. And I just I've read the a little bit of the manga version of mm. it, and it's it's humorous enough, but it but it was something I didn't follow. I just I'm just familiar with the source material a little bit, and it looked like it's getting a pretty decent quality um, adaptation. So that's out there, but I don't know if that would be like a weekly thing for me either, because again, it strays more into that um, that that comedy aspect. And then some of the Netflix originals. They look better, like if you take the collection of stuff they've released or will be releasing in the first six months of 2021, it Mm -hmm. it looks a lot better than, you know, show to show than what they had in uh, last year. But I am kind of burnt out on their production style. So anyone who was following like Be the Beginning will will know that like they gave us like uh, one quarter of the second season. And then just uh, just pieced out on episode eight and like, yeah, we'll get back to it when we get back to it. Which oh. really, I don't know. Isn't there supposed to be a second season coming? It is. That was the second. There was a be- they gave you like the beginning of the second season and then just said we'll get. Oh, to it so right it now. already dropped? Yeah, they did. They gave oh. you like the first six to eight episodes, and they were they were good, but it's sort of like it. They've done this before. I'm trying to recall like what series really has bothered me, but like. The idea that they can't even fund, you know, the usual 12 or 10 episodes for a lot of these uh, streaming shows. Like, that model doesn't work with long-form anime. It just does not work. You cannot do this. So, I think it was House Husband. Like, like House Husband, to me, is a pretty inexpensive show. And it was good. But you can get through everything in, like, less than an hour. Oh, yeah. I, I marathoned that shit. Like, slammed through it and was like, damn, that's all? Yeah, like what I don't really I, I think that there's a misperception of a lot of the at least the Netflix and to some degree like the Crunchyroll originals. Like a lot of people think that when they see these well known studios attached and you look at sort of the episode by episode um, quality level that they advertise, you expect that you're getting something that would have aired you know, naturally on Japanese T V. These are low budget efforts. They're not giving them a lot to work with. Um, and so that's why they're shorter. You know, they, they go the quality over quantity approach, which I can respect, but it's just not as enjoyable to me. So, you know, uh, my eyebrows are up. What's the one that's coming? The, uh, 
um, shoot, I'm blanking on the name, like the Gods versus Humans, I'm trying to remember the name of the series, but on Netflix. Oh, there's a, oh, um, I, I, yeah, Valkyrie I know exactly what you're talking like about. I just don't remember the name. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I don't have high hopes for that just because of the Netflix model. Um, and, you know, maybe some of it has to do with the COVID outbreak. And we all know that production, anything that's coming right now was in, um, would, would have been in full production last year, in pre-production 2019. So I think this is kind of where we start to see the wall for a lot of these series, like, not just delays, but quality issues, um, content issues, so on. But I don't mean to sound like a doomer. Summer's coming. It's still got a lot of shows, so it's not like it's um, it's too bad. But we'll we'll get to it. Yeah, I, th- I think the one I'm looking forward to is How a Realist Hero. Yeah, that built one the kingdom. Good. That one, that one looks, looks good. good. So I'm gonna check that out. But other than that, I'm I'll I'll set some time aside to look at the trailers. They'll they'll all be out soon got anything else uh i have like a a really short it's not a it's like an anti-recommendation uh oh and so that's why i'm not gonna put it at the end but you know i've been on a kick of digging into a lot of webtoons and and manhwa in the last like two or three months because i just Mm -hmm. feel like it you know it's a it's matured and there are a lot of series that have a lot of viewership people uh either hold them up or i see them mentioned and i'm not familiar so i said you know what i will on a weekly basis, try to pick up some that have been running for a long time. And I think for the most part, they've, it's been successful. I've liked a lot of what I uh, have read. I've recommended more than a few on the podcast. And, you know, for you know, hit a lot of hits. So this one, the one I read this week was a big miss. And I just want to talk a little bit about it um, as an anti-recommendation. And the, the uh, mod was called Unordinary. Um, the author goes by the pseudonym Uruchan, but we're, you know, I'm pretty sure it is a female author and it, I don't really want to dive too deep into the story for those who are interested in reading it, but it's one of the most problematic, uh, manhwa that I've ever read. And it's problematic in ways that I think are not, they're deliberate, but they're deliberate in the, in the sense that the, the author is trying to tell a certain type of story, but doesn't have the facility with uh storytelling to really make it work and the main character basically is a very very abusive narcissist and i think the idea was to trick the audience into thinking like oh you're gonna get your usual shonen protagonist and then by midway through the story kind of swap views to a female character who he has essentially been abusing in some way over the first half but the way the way the story is delivered is so unappealing that it actually very quickly became like a chore to work through because the main character is so toxic like not toxic in a cathartic way not toxic in a oh they're gonna tell you know they're they're making some kind of morality play it's just toxic and i don't want to read this like and it's been running probably for like five or six years it's got like 240 some odd chapters and it's just it's kind of gross to be honest like and it's hard for me, of all people, to be like, you know, something is gross. Because <laughs> I deal with a lot of disgusting material, but I think it's just the way it's written. Everyone is just so unlikable and dumb, and there's just no no redeeming qualities. So I, oh, actually, how far actually, in did you get? 
I, I went got to about chapter ninety and I was like I holy shit I, I can't do it I just can't fucking do it so I bring it up now rather than at the end to say that uh, if you happen to run across unordinary and this whatever is going on in the story is your thing like bravo but that that's my line is just toxic people endlessly toxic with no no endpoint in sight S- sucks so. Okay. I'm off Ooh. it. Alright. Let's talk about good things. Okay. Um, let's start with 86. Bro. Um, <laughs> this episode. I didn't see it. I, first of all, this was the episode that I've been waiting for as far as music wise. And of course they did it perfectly. Yep. That fucking mo- that, I mean, well, we all, we all know if you watched it, Y'all know what moment I'm talking about. Like, that the track, it fucking hit like grits. It was fucking phenomenal. But also, my jaw dropped at the moment when um uh, they were about to, like, charge out in the shit, and then the sky just fucking opened. I was like, what is this? What's going on? I was just right. like, it's just chaos. But we also got the Lena who I've been waiting on. We got her. And she's awesome. She's fucking awesome. She, she just fucking woke up. That's what it was. This was the... You know, I, I, if you if you take the this as sort of like the, the end point to the first half of the story, you know, figuratively and literally given... I guess it was episode 11. Actually, I don't know. What episode number were we? It's not 11. That was 9. It's, it's 9. So yeah. It's a, it, it's a good cut point. Some of the things that I predicted did not happen... You know, I didn't expect the, uh, uh, was it Annette or whatever? whatever the Annette, doc- yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I expected her to be out of the story altogether, but they kind of brought her back for that, um, you know, the as a device to set up that the bombardment, right? Oh, you want to save this kid? I thought it was a little, like, circular that she uh-huh. was related to Shin and his brother, but the only thing I will, in defense of, like, how convenient that is for the plot, they do kind of tell you and leave clues in multiple episodes and the deduction that Lena made is actually not an ass bowl, right? Well, I remember Shin said that his, his family, they like, they ran away from the empire and they were in Alba. Yeah. Like the scene where they, and they showed Shin as a little kid. They showed him, but it wasn't like, they didn't show his face, but but they didn't make it obvious. Yeah. But like his hair and everything looked exactly the same as that scene when the brother choked him out, and yes. we got like a full animated young Shin, so yeah, and, and they, I wasn't really surprised by that because I was I kind of thought it, but I was like, eh, no, you're probably wrong, nigga. Anyways, but nope. right, it wasn't. I didn't guess that that there was that connection, but you know, when I thought about it for two seconds, I was like, well, you know, they did spend a while in the episode with the fireworks with him talking about how he, how he could see it, and her sort of you know then leading to a conversation that he had lived inside of the whatever that that, that first district you know before it happened and so it it did not come out of nowhere so to me it's a little convenient but given this the state of the society that they had described to us for the first part of the show like it wasn't the craziest idea you know that he lived in rarefied air beforehand fine no no biggie there i thought that was that was cool i agree with you about the music the music all over this episode was actually quite well placed and there were i think two vocal tracks um if I'm remembering, yeah, right. one was the just the ending song. Yeah, 
which is which again was was well put together. Everything mm-hmm. that kind of happened after the fight was also foreshadowed. So again, like them continuing leaving, having this sort of be like a goodbye moment. Everything else they built that up over, you know, the last three episodes basically. So it's a it, it, everything kind of paid off the way it did. Now, did I expect that like the advanced legion robot would have metal hands and they were really going to go all in on like the memory yeah. metaphor of getting the choking choked. like did yeah. i expect that no no <laughs> but it was but i was fine with it like it didn't it, it was it the whole show has been kind of teetering on that edge of weird kind of gross cyberpunk stuff like i'm actually happy it was this and not more of those little humanoid robots because they creep me the fuck out so this was a little more like I would even say like traditional um, as far as what the show's action and sort of combat setup would look like. Uh, the idea that Shin's brother kind of ordered away most of the army to get a one-on-one again, like I buy it. It's it's convenient, but not convenient enough that like it comes out of nowhere since we've established that the cyber ghost is a, a little obsessed <clears throat> with Shin, so that could happen. Um, for some reason i thought that even if it was a cyber ghost i was somehow just like wait a second but is there really a part of the brother actually in there right like i know they get their brains and stuff like that but i was like is is it not just a consciousness is it also like kind of like part of the human soul still there especially with what happened at the end part where shin kind of like i don't not second guessed it but kind of just like you know he was shook for a second and i was like wait is this for real, for real? You really just, yeah. like, kill, kill that nigga? Like, okay. Well, it's interesting, too, because the show's story doesn't really hinge on a decision about, like, what is human, you know, what is it to be human involved. You could go down that road with the kind of um, technology and story elements that have been introduced through, like, the power raid and sharing of people's senses digitizing a brain autonomous robots ai you could you could see a different series where that's kind of remixed in a in a different way that doesn't really seem to be of interest to the author here it seems like they're more interested in the despair of the kind of war story that's being told rather than going down and answering the questions you're talking about and what you know they imply might be the case because again he Shin's whole mission was to kill his brother. They kind of doesn't work if no one believes that the brother Cyber Ghost is a real soul or not. Otherwise, it would just be like I'm gonna destroy the thing that thinks it's my. You know, like they go out of their way to to plant that uh, that implication. But I don't I don't get the feeling that it's something that is important to the story going forward. It may just yeah. be more about like how do we survive. Um, or really what's in that unknown zone? What are they going to learn about the history or the state of the war that maybe the so far, because they've always been attached to the base, attached to the military, kind of attached to the uh, Albin side, that they know we don't have information as an audience and those characters don't have information about what's really going on. So I expect that, and I look forward to the story leaning more into that. What happened? What happened over that two years? What's going on in these areas that, that can't be seen? What's in that eastern zone where there apparently are fewer legion or no legion? Are there other people, other nations out there? We kind of got a hint that the military folks 
and some of the people in the government are worried about their image, air quotes, internationally. On the world stage, But yeah. what does that mean if the in the beginning they kind of told us that Alba might be all that's left of humanity because the Legion just went, you know, berserk? They don't really talk about any relations with any other countries. It seems like it's just radio silence. So I'm curious about a lot of that stuff, and I'm not going to read a wiki to, to <laughs> myself. So, yeah, that, I got a lot out of this episode, but I felt like it was what I thought the show was going to be from the beginning. And they just kind of built up to it, so it's fine. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was literally like, it, it paid us. It was the payoff episode. It was the payoff episode, and Absolutely. they fucking did it right. So, I mean, whatever they give us from now on, I'm interested to see what they're going to do going forward. Like, if Shin and the crew are still going to be even covered, or if they're going to keep the same uh, episode format where, like, they'll cover what they're going through and then also what Lena's going through back there. But Lena said she was kind of, she almost, didn't she say, like, fuck, fuck the Albans, kind of? Yeah, During definitely. that fight? And yes. she was literally just like, I if they're not even going to do anything about this whole situation, then I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want. Because that's what they're doing. Right. And maybe they're going to spend some time going their separate ways literally like just doing different stuff i i I don't know i don't know how the dynamic of the show works without the sort of through the through the microphone relationship between lena and the rest of uh the spearhead squadron because now they're separated what is the like we have no real characters for her to bounce off of on the alden side I want to know if they're going to give her a new squad and we're going to like start the shit all over again. Right. Because it would be interesting to see, you know, with her new views on life and stuff like that, how is she going to approach them? Yeah, I agree. And it depends on who's the, who is this story about? Is the story about her? Is it about Spearhead Squadron? Is it about them together? Is it about maybe something else or something broader? So I don't know. I think we spent a long time on the Alban side, but we only really established a couple of actual characters, and one of them, I think, kind of wrote himself out of being important to the plot two episodes ago. So, yeah. so are we so are we going to be introduced to a lot of new characters or not? I don't, I don't have an answer. My gut feeling says probably not, um, but I don't know if what's true, you know, as far as where the story goes. I'm sure there's people out there who read the light novels and are like frothing. Because like it's so obvious they do that. I don't know. I just don't have the answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't give a fuck about that to be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's whatever. The however we experience it in anime is how we experience it. Just you know, shut up. <laughs> um. What? 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 What is next? I guess let's just knock Vivi out. Um. Not surprising. No. Not surprising. Makes absolute sense. I have saw some questions. And it may just be me uh, misremembering, but mm-hmm. the scene where she saves Osamu. Yeah. Was there another Vivi? Because I I feel like I remember frames where you see, it's like from the first episode, where you see oh, her. you're you right. S- Maybe they like recycled that footage. Yeah, because I was like, that's weird. She wouldn't have been Because it should have been empty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that's super strange to me. That's so a I don't good catch. So I don't I know. Just if, took that for what it was. <laughs> it was well, no, I mean, whatever. me too. So I don't know. Like, I agree with you. It's not surprising. I had wound up having a lot of questions about this episode. Number one, because I couldn't get that frame of animation out of my mind. Like, I was like, wait, was that on purpose, or oh. is this like, or was that like 
not on purpose. I mean, there's a lot of... So, let me back up and say, I really enjoy this episode, and I hope that this series is going where I think it's going to go. I mean, they do make a point, I think towards the end, when they're laying out the fact that they're still in a bad timeline, but they've changed enough stuff so that they at least have Vivi on their side, you know, Mm -hmm. and as well as Matsumoto for this confrontation. So that's thing that that I think point A looks good. Second thing is, and they mentioned the number of like deaths and injuries. It what didn't seem like we were at like global apocalypse. Every all the humans are dead level because they said like oh like ten thousand people were injured or or killed or something like that. So maybe it hasn't progressed as far, or I don't know. Um, you know maybe things aren't quite so bad, or so they had some effect. Fine. I don't like. The concept of the of a show coming out and saying like you know all those episodes you watched they don't mean anything or like it was all a dream I don't like I don't like that kind of stuff so I would like there to be some acknowledgement of the value of what they were doing over the course of that hundred years if it was just a if the only thing that changed was that like now Vivi is uh, actuated alert and like powered up to yeah. have a final confrontation I don't know if that's quite gonna make a difference yeah like not uh, that and also the point of all of those little like vignettes and mini arcs was all about her growth but like it feels would be like a hollow victory if all it was to do is to get her to go super saiyan at the end you know what i mean like she her character is deeper than that the the emotional resonance and like the thoughtfulness of those stories i think meant more than to just get her to ascend to the next you know what I mean I don't know maybe I'm talking on my ass like I saw the preview for the next episode and it really seems like some real fucking uh cyberpunk esoteric bullshit with like <laughs> with like you know bunches a bunch of AI if they go clones. that way I wouldn't be surprised yeah like talking like, about like the meaning of existence and why humans can't exist anymore and I'm like I don't know if that's really the framework that the whole show all w- I want is another action sequence like what they did on the metal float oh you're definitely like, getting that I saw I, some of the preview shit you're definitely getting yeah. that Get, give me some of that, and I'll forgive a lot of the other shit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out there. I'm, I, I will forgive a lot of the other shit if you give me that. Yeah, Honestly, I think so. you are definitely gonna get at least that much. But um, so yeah, we can I we mean, the, can we walk through some of the stuff that happened in this episode? Though? I mean, yeah, sure. So the girl uh, Elizabeth, the clone of Elizabeth. How do you feel about that? I. I'm not disappointed. I honestly don't feel a way about it at all. Like, when they said, oh, we had a backup of her on the computer that, you know, we found all these years later, and we just waited until we found a suitable body and we put that bitch in there. I was like, okay, yeah, I can see that happening because, you know, they are in an advanced technological age. So, okay, I can see that working. Um, I... I like the fact that when she came back, they didn't ignore, like, the awkwardness, especially with, like, Vivi recognizing her and, like, talking to her, like, bitch, do you remember what happened? Or, like, how are you here? Et cetera, et cetera. But then also her going up to Vivi and being like, you know, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? Like, you talked to my fucking master and all kind of shit like that. What actually happened um, uh, on that hotel, et cetera, et cetera. So it was cute. 
I don't know if it was important to the overall story, though. Yeah. Like, I just thought, like, maybe it's going to be important combat-wise where, like, Vivi's going to need somebody else to back her up because, you know, like, it was, it's just been her and Matsumoto for the longest time. So for that, I kind of could see it, but, like, there have been no hints that Elizabeth has been back and in business. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know, and, I, and maybe the last time we talked about it, my my takeaway was I'll wait until the series is over to pass judgment on some of these choices, and I'm going to put this into that same bucket. I don't hate it, because there's so much unsettled business around the importance of the sisters model androids in the story. I mean, every arc has more or less revolved around that model you know whether whether it's vivi herself or some other you know future variant so to have the elizabeth character come back but in a regressed state is fine because they kind of you know the whole the whole idea behind elizabeth's character was that she was part of an experiment um aimed to look at whether you could duplicate the digital soul of an android via you know whatever means they were doing you know, their, their, uh, their will, you know, could you copy it? And it seemed like the takeaway at the end was that, yeah, you kind of could, because it, you know, they redeemed both Elizabeth and the other version of her. Yeah. Um, right? So, so that's fine. Then you have her come back in a way and have her be kind of, uh, naive and, and a different character in the way Vivi and Diva kind of became different characters. It's fine. That's duality. There's nothing wrong with that as far as like the storytelling goes, what I'm concerned with is sort of where it's happening in the story. So we we have like a, we only have a couple episodes left or maybe one episode. I don't know how many is this season, but let's just say between one and two episodes left, we're kind of introduced to this new, interesting character who we kind of know and kind of don't with very little time to spare. And I think that, you know, this whole show has had this, I won't say weird, but an interesting choice to leave out large parts of the story and interactions between characters that seem meaningful. And then here we finally may have like a opportunity to delve into something cool, like actually revisit some shit. And I don't know if there's really enough time to fit in a cool resolution to this reintroduction and what it means i mean it's cool to have another sister character who's like a combat oriented unit because now we're gonna get some hot shit going down uh in the last episode i foresee and it's gonna be awesome but it would be really whack if at the end of the day they bring back elizabeth just to have her just to turn her into a, a soldier and then have her basically sacrifice herself to get to the end of the story you know like she's already done that that happened in episode six so I'm going to reserve judgment on like why we got this now or frankly why we dealt with all of the last episode like this just feels like maybe we could have condensed last up ep- the content of the last episode into like 2 or 3 minutes of like VV in the museum and then we could have more time to spend with all these you know Toic characters who are now good guys which I'd like again I just want to know more about that stuff it just seems it seems really cool but we're not going to get a lot of time to spend with them 
I don't think you're gonna get much depth with yeah. what we have left. Yeah. I the moment even before the episode was over, I already was just like daydreaming about the final action sequence. I barely <laughs> was just like, okay, yeah, you met Toke. You're friends with Toke now. Osamu, yes, yes, yes. Matsumoto's mouthing off to niggas. Funny, funny, funny. Yes, yes, yes. I get it. But I want like so, now with Elizabeth coming back. I'm like, oh, that means all the other girls have to come back and help her fight. That it has to happen. This is not. Oh, that so is, now it's now it's a, a precure. <laughs> yes, it fucking absolutely now is. It's precure. I'm just like, you motherfuckers better give me like the insanely stupid like just co-opting the whole fucking storyline just to be be like, okay, here's some fan service for everybody because we know that you want this, even though it makes no sense story wise. Yeah, I think that there's a way that you could have told or set up for that kind of an ending. They, they haven't set up for it, so they, I don't they, see right. It. And and I could, but if if they had wanted to, they could have basically structured the series around the question of like conviction, the same kind of same way Back Arrow does a little bit, mm. but like or the will and the idea that you know, or they call it mission in this story. So the I the one thought could be if you start from the first episode and have Diva get rewritten into Vivi, and then her journey is her taking on the missions of all of the you know uh ai and people who she empathizes with which sets her apart from all the other ai and starts to answer the question of how does a how does an, how does an ai change its mission or get or deal with multiple missions which they point out causes you know self-destruction and madness if she's sort of the avatar for solving that riddle and in the end as you point out like all of the journey she's gone through and the different and uh ai that she's taken on the mission of or learned the mission of and learned to appreciate it if that last effort is her discovering how to put that together and realizing that maybe that's how you get to virtual humanity or something like that like it's some feature of being human that she figured out then you can sort of square that circle and be able to, you know, have like a philosophical ending to the series where she's like debating the master AI about like, why do humans need to exist? He's like, I'm now as much a human as everybody else. And look at all the things I've been through. And if I have the capacity to change and humans have the capacity to change, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not writing this. I'm just saying that like that kind of story, that kind of story has been told. And that's a way you could have done it if that was the interest. I did. That is, that is no. We are not. We are not. We're not getting that. No, I know we're, we're not, not getting we that. We are not getting I know. that. I'm we're not gonna bad. get Vivi. You know what we're gonna get? We're gonna get Simple Gear. Vivi's gonna sing and fight at the same time. Fine. That that fine. is fine. I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's what we're getting. Uh, yeah. It does, and then that, that people will be reminded me. how awesome that is, and then uh, I'm gonna be like, if you love that. Then you can go watch five seasons of go Simple watch Gear. Simple Gear. <laughs> but I think this show is still has the potential to be a lot better and bigger than that particular ending. I don't yeah. know if we're gonna get that, like, because you saw the preview, right? The preview seems to imply that somehow she fights in or is able to access that central the tower. The only thing I got out the preview because I barely even paid attention to it. I just got that like Vivi said something about like she was chosen. But I was like, is she talking to the archive or was she still talking to Osamu about? Right. Like, well, that's a good question. I I presumed it was she was talking to the archive. 
Yeah, me too. But that's like an underdeveloped part of the story. It's not, there's no like, it's not like it comes out of nowhere because they're constantly referencing the archive. Every time she goes into her own little zone, it's accessing the archive. And we've been told a lot about it. Uh, But to have that entity show up as a character right at the end and sort of want to, it's like debating God, which I think we'll get to in a little bit when we talk about Back Arrow. But like the the premise is not unfounded, it's not an ass pull. Yeah. How well it works in this case, where we have no prior uh, notion of what that character is supposed to be, it it presents itself like Deus Ex Machina, and I don't like that because this story, whenever they get down to like the characters interacting with each other, is very well told and very mature. So this would feel like a step back in my mind if we wind up with like some philosophical debate between VV, this cloud AI, and then it like devolves down to like Kung Fu and singing. I don't know if that's (laughs) like, we could do better. And I expect, I I hold the show to a little higher standard given what they've been able to do so far. But Hey, you know what? If, if that's what it is, I'm not mad. Yeah. Well, we, we, we shall see. We shall see next week. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna be very interested. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna think about all this as I watch it. I'm gonna be like, "Oh, James, I'm so sorry." No, I see. The funny thing is, normally <laughs> I would be all up in my head about it, but when that episode drops, I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna deliberately put it out of my head because mm. because I I do actually want to enjoy. Good it. approach. Yeah, I do actually would like want to enjoy it, and I don't want to put myself in this position of having like written my preferred ending you know, in my own head, so that then I'm like, oh, they didn't do the thing that I, I wanted to do. Like, I'm not that person. For good shows. This is a good show. So, you know, I'm going to try my best to just let it be whatever it's going to be. But I think we're, I think we'll, I think they can do a little better than just some ass pull bullshit, we're going to fight God type, you know what I'm saying? I think we can do a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about um, Tokyo Revengers? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I am tired of Takemichi. <laughs> I'm... Uh, well, first of all, the, the, the episode wasn't even about Takemichi. Let's no. say that for the first place. But um, the uh, Takemichi and just this whole thing... I, this... I don't want to say... That me saying that I'm tired of Takamichi doesn't mean that I'm tired of the show. Yeah. Um, I love this fucking episode. It was so fucking cool. Actually, I would need to find out who the composer is because uh, that scene where everyone showed up and the fight was about to start, I was like, well, this music sounds almost exactly like You Say Run from My Hero Academia. It did have that same cadence. Yeah. So I was like, something is... Uh, let me research this. But first of all, I loved... I love, love, love the progression of things because I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, we're finally going to see Kisaki Teta in the past, like, you know, confronting him, blah, blah, blah. And once again, I was like, it's still not Kisaki Teta. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I keep popping up. Yeah, I'm literally like, I don't know how, like, I know that nigga is in this shit. I know he's connected. But the fact that like he still hasn't been outed in the past yet, I'm like, yo, this nigga is good already. And he's in the past doing this shit? Oh, hell nah. But the fact that all those niggas showed up, they highlighted everyone's personality and their own fighting styles. 
um, without like individually introducing everyone for like two to three minutes and giving them like a backstory. Like the way that they introduced the captains was perfect because that's what the show is fucking about anyway. It's about like teenage gang wars. Yep. So, yep. I mean, yeah, I want to see how them niggas fight. Thank you so much. The whole thing with Draken, I mean, they're they're teens, they're dumbasses. That nigga <laughs> should have stopped so far. I was like, you have a concussion. Yeah, what are you very much doing? So. You definitely have a concussion. You already were fighting through it, and then your homie show up and you like, oh yeah, I'm about to hop back in this shit. It's like, go to the hospital. What do you like? They're gonna win. Go to the hospital. Oh, I will say that whole shit with what is it, Pa? Papayan is. Our pay pays the one that was there. Yeah, Pa went to jail. Yeah, um, I wanted Mikey to beat his ass. I was so tight. <laughs> that's kind of the answer that's, to everything. Like, get Mikey in here to whoop some niggas' ass. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Yo, Mikey beat his ass." But then it also makes sense that Mikey was like, "You know, you're in family." You know, family, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, "You, you, you could talk about family, but don't let this nigga just hit you like this, though." Correct. Like, like. Pop back or not even pop back. Just don't dodge it. Don't let him hit you. I just. And then we have Takamichi who literally is just like, once again, after I thought we got some kind of character development with him, he's just wallowing in his uselessness. Again, he's so fucking useless. (laughs) And I'm literally just like, if you knew that you had to protect Draken from jump, why the fuck did you lose sight of him when a Draken literally was in front of you before everyone charged. I just, I just, and you know what? There, there probably is a reason for that. You know, he's probably like dodging niggas trying to like, you know, injure him and shit right. like that. But <clears throat> whew, uh, let me tell you, I was shook when that blood was on the knife. And I was like, oh, oh, they're letting this nigga fail. I, yeah. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. I'm <laughs> fucking in in i am so in because man are you telling me that you highlighted his uselessness for the past like three to four episodes and uh, he actually has to deal with like consequences like not just like oh you have plot armor so we're gonna show you like suffer until the absolute last moment and then we're gonna have someone come in and make everything okay no he's no no that nigga got stabbed and he's bleeding out right so from that, that basically encourages what how I think about the rest of the show, basically. So yeah, I'm fucking in because now I know Takemichi cannot remain useless. He can't stay this way. And if he does, he's going to keep getting consequences and that's going to be entertaining. So either way it goes, this nigga is either going to continually suffer or he's going to get his shit together in the way that only, I guess, in the way that only he knows how to get it together. But then this is, I don't know. We're, we're, we're going to see. We're yeah. going to see. Good, good episode, though. There was a lot of bus ass happening in this episode, which is what I appreciate. Just people getting their asses kicked, hit with bats, kicked in, the, kicked in your fucking chest. It was good like, stuff. Strong arming niggas in midair. <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> When homeboy came and he put his hair into a ponytail, I was like, "Oh, that nigga about to start rocking people." I can yeah. already tell. I was like, he had that that um that tie in his mouth. I was like, this he loves to fight. You can yeah. see it. That nigga loves to fight. The only thing that's like mad random that I saw in this episode that had me geeked a little bit was uh 
the the boots that all of the Toman like officers uh-huh. are wearing are actually kind of badass. They look like those uh, Marty McFly like Back to the Future self lacing shoes, but they look really ill. So I'm like, damn, you could just roll oh, around. Okay, now I need to go back and look at that. Okay. You could just roll around the streets like dressed like a, a Power Rangers villain. <laughs> <laughs> like damn but yeah was it, I, was it pretty accurate well have you read you've read you've read further than this yeah actually. no i think they like one of the things about the show is that it's kind of they're not embellishing anything they and they're it's pretty much like almost shot for shot maybe some like the flashback to explain things you know that the character like when takamichi is like he saw something and then he's remembering that he saw it and then having a monologue over it, that may be an, an addition in order to kind of reiterate to the audience in something that in the manga they would have just said in a line, but in the show they do it visually. But by and large, almost everything happens in the exact same order, the exact same pacing, with very little filler or anything else in between. So, you know, it's it's moving along. I, didn't, I haven't, you know, maybe there's an expert who really loves... This series, who can remember? Oh, they didn't. They cut out this thing. I, I just don't notice. So it works no. for me. Yeah. So I think it's a good episode. But we haven't even gotten to the shits yet. So that's what I'm in my head. I'm like, this is like. The, oh, so it's gonna get crazier than this. This is like the appetizer. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. This is like the little little snack. There's some there's some heavy stuff coming. And I, again, I don't remember. Was this a one core? Or two. Oh, you know what? I don't know. Or if it's it one, I know exactly split. where it's going to end. Um, oh, okay. But if it's two, I don't know. Um, I don't remember. I don't even know if there are that many two cores. It probably isn't season. because I didn't see it in like the... I don't <clears throat> see an episode count announced. I don't, I don't know the answer, but it lo- the where they're headed, where they're going to end the season is a really good, satisfying escalation of where they're at right oh now. so it's it should okay. be a lot of fun but uh okay. s- speaking of escalation fucking back arrow this week i they <laughs> uh I, yeah okay they are just they're just doing a lot oh uh, yeah they're just doing so much yeah so so fucking much to the point where i'm like i don't even i I, I don't. Can I even remember everything that went on in the fucking episode? The, so a lot like, happened. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's start with Shuby. Um, not surprised. Yeah, Mans is back. Mans is definitely back. Mans is back. His um, uh, Bryheart manifestation makes absolute sense. It's great. It's just him. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> How is your bright the fact that, like just you? Like his consciousness and everything connected to the world. The mo and I, and I, we've said this before, but that like what's gonna call it that um that their that their ring uh, their world was not the only one. Yep, and, and they confirmed that shit. They confirmed the shit out of that, and I was like, oh okay. But then also, I like how they basically are making every scene fucking count. Cause uh, back era was like, but nigga, I went through the Rockaho space in my bright heart, and I was right. okay. And I was like, yes, thank you for making that important. Like, oh my god, okay. So now I'm curious. I could see this getting another season. 
they could if they wanted to, if or depending on where they end it. Like, I I was like almost live tweeting my reaction to this episode really? because it was just I it was just too much too much shit that made sense for no reason. So I don't want to like <laughs> I don't want to like roll through everything that happens in this episode. But you get Shuby coming back with the you know the revelation about his his Bryheit being himself and that he managed to get back arrow to deconstruct his conviction and send it into the you know the 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 world beyond so that he could then learn about all the structure of what's beyond the walls and all this shit but the thing that got to me was they they actually did the work to foreshadow all of this including putting everyone up on game about what he was up to in a way that didn't feel like it came out of nowhere that oh everyone knew right like people were genuinely worried that he was dead in you know in uh canon to the story and but bit who was the one who ultimately did know about this plan <clears throat> from the beginning if you actually go back and rewatch it he's the only one who's not like completely like freaking out when shuby gets destroyed because he knows what the fuck is going on they didn't yeah. have to do that they didn't yeah. fucking have to do that. In fact, when You're he right. starts, when he starts like going on about like you know, there's still stuff that we can, we can do, and he's like b- big big upping himself to like get his confidence up so that then he can use the ring. It it is, or the, that he could transform the ship. It fits with the now past and prior explanation that we get in this episode about what actually happened that Shuby explained his plan to him and that and told him that he you know had figured out what his conviction was and you know this is the plan when all the shit goes down it's more it made more sense than it needed to they could have just like never done that scene and been like oh well Shuby was always telling bit the whole time that like you're going to save us and he just took the you know took the uh uh bind warper and did yeah. it and it just like you know it was a power of friendship kind of thing and it would have been perfectly reasonable many other shows and stories have gone down that road before it's an ass pull but it's the kind that sort of fits with the genre but they did the the little scaffolding around it to make it not feel that way and actually make it feel earned in reverse which is usually a very difficult thing. Like when you do exposition and you're trying to explain some shit that already happened on the show, you are risking a lot because if your audience doesn't buy your explanation, then it that just feels like you were not confident in what went down, and it, it just makes everything look bad. Here, they managed to do the hat trick of doing the build, putting in the breadcrumbs, doing the the surprise event, and then going back and explaining it, and the explanation fits with all three of those other prior things like why what was the need to do any of that i don't know so that's what's up and then we learned a lot about the world um and you know that that little that little like conference that they had on the ship actually had me dying because you know that they had like a buffet beforehand yes yes As someone Which who's like probably made out of fucking conviction particles who, i mean at that point like, we all this stuff is I don't. I mean, I thought maybe we might be in a virtual world or something. Now it's like, I don't know. It's all out there. But I've been to a lot of conferences, and that scene of like people like going to little trays of food. Like, why was that in the show? <laughs> like, like realistically, like why was that there? 
It was just, it was very realistic, but it's like you didn't have to do that. Um, but what what were your feeling at least as far as like where the where we're headed with the the resolution of this story? I I feel like it's going towards a generic resolution, but I'm not mad at that. But mm-hmm. also knowing this show, I feel like they still have several twists up their fucking sleeve. I feel yeah. like they're going to get to God. And I don't think it's going to be as simple as, like, confronting him. I think they're definitely going to, like, fight. I think it's going to be two both things. It's going to be, like, there's going to be a talk, a long-winded talk with God. Because, you know, Fine and, like, right. Adelie and shit like that. They're like, we can talk it out, blah, 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 blah. And then it's going to be, like, a battle, which, if this show is going to do what I think it's going to do, like, Bright Arrow. Well, not Bright. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bright, but back Arrow is going to, like... He's going to have picked up the fucking Emperor's moves and learn how to turn himself into a bow and arrow and give it to somebody and some shit. Like, like he's going to do some crazy fucking transformation. Or them niggas are going to combine like Power Rangers. <laughs> Everyone combines. Yeah, everyone's going to combine like Power Rangers. And uh, maybe they will combine with like Muga, with like back arrows, Brightheart, because he's like, you know, the conviction of the world. Yes. So like he he doesn't really override anyone. He can take people in and not erase their own convictions and shit like that. So, you know, maybe something similar to what happened with like Kai and I'm I'm mad all day, bitch. Which I'm mad you know what? All day. <laughs> she um she shut the fuck up this episode finally. She finally shut Run, up this yeah, episode. Yeah, she did she did quiet down for once yeah and i was like listen girl what your petty stuff does not matter the world is literally about to be destroyed and not in a sense where it's like we're being invaded and they're attacking it's literally like nigga if we don't do anything right now and like get along and pull this power it's only a matter of time until we disappear. So, like, fuck your pride. Fuck all that kind of shit. And Kai doing that, like, stupid duel. That duel, I was like, this is so fucking anime as fuck. Isn't oh it? Oh, my God. But I still wasn't mad at it. Well, because the resolution it, made sense. Yeah, and also, they kind of called out Kai because they were like, um, Shu wouldn't have been able to come back without like those feelings. Correct. And it wasn't just back at those feelings. It was Kai's feelings too. And that's when Rin caught on to it. And that's when she started to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cause she put was it, like, Oh wait, no, you still, you, you still think of him as a friend. Like she definitely had that look on her face. And I was like, yes. Oh my God. Thank you. Please shut up. Thank yeah. you. And we did need to resolve back arrow sort of like wallowing self pity because he has to be the hero at the end of the story. Right, mm-hmm. and at the place that we're at, he's still kind of at rock bottom and despairing. So it was a necessary scene somehow to get him to get his confidence and to sort of grow into the role he needs to be in order to end end the story. But there were two. Honestly, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say that there were, but I don't want to get away from the point if you have more to say. So, like, yeah, roll roll with it. What you got? What you got? I was just saying that, like, I was the one thing that I would be slightly disappointed in is that Kai got kind of like an upgrade to his shit yep. because he was able to fuse with Rin. So once that happened, I kind of thought that the main cast were going to get something similar or their convictions were going to evolve. And we didn't. And so, they may not. I, and, that, and that may also be fine, but I feel you as well. Like, that's an opportunity to, like, yeah. get some, like, cool stuff. Or, and you never know. This show is, like, bounced around yeah, it's through not all kinds of yet. stuff. I mean, we've already yeah. had, like, all of the Land Cruisers join together 
into like a giant robot. So I mean, at this point, it's anything is possible, and I, I wouldn't put it past the show to do it. I'm also really over like the reckons basically being like, oh well, you know, you technically killed the emperor, so you're we're taking you into custody, and, da, 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 da. and I'm like, this is so blind. Like y'all really just ain't shit. Like what you gonna do? You gonna put him on trial and then right. what? I would have been like, mad at it if the show was dumber than it was, and in that exact mm. moment, they, like, yes, they were being assholes, and they were assholes later, too, about, like, the theology part, but in both cases, Shu shut that shit down immediately, you know, in a one one case of, like, bargaining for Back Arrow's life and freedom with the information, because they he knew that they were, they would want revenge on God who killed their emperor, more than they would want on back arrow and then the second case where he saw a religious and theological debate coming and literally just headed it off with that old like abrahamic shit like i don't care if it's a law or if it's if it's christ it's all god like just call it god if you want to call yeah. it the wall i don't give a shit we don't have time for this and that like that like got them over it which i thought was a clever uh, addition to have them both object because they are true believers, but which is consistent with all their characters, but then to resolve it so that we don't waste an episode on some fucking weird theological debate. Um, so that I thought that was that was a, a good way. So what do in you and think the God is going to be? An asshole. <laughs> an asshole. Do you think it's going to be like an actual cognizant being, or do you think it's going to be like a computer or some shit? I think it's going to be cognizant. I think that we're going to go with the whole world will type of god where it's sort mm. of uh it's sort of like the embodiment not of an individual mind but of like the the way the world is supposed to be structured is this way so god is the representative of that structure and then all the characters we've met so far who are sort of marked out now as aberrations are the counter argument or the counter you know the counter structure that they want to replace a free will versus determinism. Like, I think they're kind of going in that direction. Um, so, we'll see. But there was a couple of things also in this episode that stuck out to me that I had noted when I was tweeting about it. Uh, the, the first one, and the one that really, like, blew my mind and made me, like, respect the hell out of the show a lot more, is that if you note, noted the, the re-edition of the pretty boys back into the story. Yes! And the yeah. idea... That the entire Pretty Boy Ranch episode and subplot winds up being an allegory for the entire main story is an attention to detail and storytelling, like completeness. That, you know, before we talked about how, like, Back Arrow does a lot of the, I would, I would call it, like, yeoman's work of storytelling, of, like, making sure that even if what they're going to do is preposterous, they at least build up some foreshadowing and some justification in the plot or with the characters or visually so that it's not it's nothing really comes out of left field when you think about it but it but it comes out of left field enough that you're surprised right they they handle that they do that well when they don't have to this was a whole nother level so like when we met the pretty boys the first time the whole story was about them being exploited um and essentially used as fuel for the research into better weapons uh, for uh, uh, Luto, and yeah, yeah. and we spent and and we got to know them, and we you know we learned about their conviction to not be used in that way, and to be able to determine their own future, even though they were weak, and even though their convictions were such that 
you know, they were never going to be able to be as, as physically strong as anybody else. So, you know, it's a nice story. It happens. You're like, oh, I like these characters. It's, it's funny that they glow because they're pretty boys. Ha ha, that's the joke. But then, like, a few more times later in the story, they just come back. And you're like, well, are we just doing this to, to bring up back all the old cast members? Like, they show up again when um, uh, Grand Edger is kind of leaving Luto. And they show up a third time when they're joining the alliance of that very short-lived. Right? And now they show up a fourth time. But when they show up, when they show up it's in support of the fact... Like, their reasoning for being there is, we experienced exactly what you all are realizing this whole world is organized to do being used as cattle for a omnipotent all-powerful force that's kind of decided to control your lives from beginning so of course we're not going to despair we want the same resolution for you that you gave to us that is fucking commitment right there yeah that's commitment to storytelling that you do not have to do. And to be honest, I feel like, well, no, what is it? I was almost about to say, I feel like we don't deserve it. No, but, not for this show. Yeah, but okay. So yeah, I kind of feel like we just don't deserve it for this show. And it is, it's one of the best shows I've seen recently as far as just like original anime content because of just how fucking wacky and wild it is yet consistent and thoughtful yeah and and kai dropped what i consider to be like the line of the series in this episode when he says can a man unable to shoulder his own sins possibly bear the weight of killing god well shit bro (laughs) why is this in this i mean yeah (laughs) It's gonna Why be, is this it's here? a gem. It's gonna be a gem that niggas are gonna discover like throughout the years, and they're gonna be like, "Yo, back arrow, actually like prime fucking shit, bro." Like this, this is like Gurren Lagann, but with like you know the budget, like like one fifth the budget at every level. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, the ambition here and the the attention to detail. The execution, the the strong writing. Why is this he like in a show like you look at it and this is you know sunrises scraps and at, at like you know at almost every level and of like animation production whatever and whoever yeah. got these scraps just like you know he said motherfucker we're gonna make ourselves a meal today I'm gonna spice <laughs> this shit up it's like you get that ramen packet and you're like yo first of all we're going double on the on the flavor packet. We're gonna get a, a fried egg, right? We're gonna season this shit up, right? We're gonna make it look professional. But a at the end of the day, powder, exactly, right? Get the, exactly get that paprika in there, right? <laughs> that cracked black pepper, make it work. Like this is this is when niggas be chefing on a budget, and I don't understand why they chose this show. Like, could you imagine this level of like writing and storytelling quality, but attached to some of the budgets that got put on some absolute trash shows in the last few seasons like man i won't say it's a waste because i'm enjoying uh, it but it's good yeah <clears throat> agreed dropping agreed. gems i'm excited it's next week the last episode or do we have another one after that it might be the last episode next week I I, it's, probably, it's probably it's probably a 12 episode 20- one. Oh, oh, also the 22 yeah, yeah. the 
The one thing I do appreciate, though, it's sort of a throwaway thing, which is at the very end of this episode, they make like the most dad joke pun out of Back Arrow's name. So when he like finally realizes that he's got to be a hero and like everyone's like hugging him, and then the dude I forget who calls him that they call him Bakayero, and then he mistakes. Oh, he yeah, but he mistakes that for back arrow and like oh, and, and, and then in my head I'm like, is that what the premise of this whole show was? I didn't some, even catch that. Some dude made a a Japanese dad joke, and they're like, we can make a series out of this. That that is that's that's it. Because he's an idiot. At the end of the day, he's just an yeah, idiot. He, he is a fucking idiot. So, oh wow! They got me. They got me good on this one. Fucking back arrow. Fuck yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I enjoyed the shit out of uh, this episode. All right. <laughs> well, shit. Is that all? That's yeah, it. that's all. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is it, y'all. That's it for this week. Um, I will say I do have a recommendation. It's a quick recommendation. I'm going to recommend Fire Force. Yes. And I'm recommending Fire Force because a lot of you niggas don't have attention spans. Okay. You need to watch it past, like, episode three. I know that people are like, oh, you know, it started really slow, and it was kind of boring, and da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, yeah, but, like, so? Right, like, thank you! Say like, that again. What, so? Like, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's the journey, niggas. It's not, like, immediate satisfaction. We're not talking about a show, like, an original anime, like, Decadence, that had to pull off like some shit that at least keep people's eyes. Exactly. A double backflip. Yeah. To, yeah. And then like a complete, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about stuff like that. We're talking about an established mangaka's series who like, it's just, why would you guys, which also, you know, I see some people recommending it because I guess it's new or like, I see, because it's, um, it's recent. And so they're like, oh, if you're getting into anime, you should try Fire Force because it's a recent one and it has two seasons and da-da-da. I, I wouldn't say it's something that you should recommend to a new person. If you're going to recommend a new person to anime, they need to be watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Facts. Like, that's, that is the that is an entry-level anime because it's phenomenal and the pacing is perfect and you get the whole entire fucking story. Yep. Like, accurately adapted. You need that. Fire Force is not for that. Fire Force is for the people who are like, yo... I heard this is good, but you just got to invest time. And you don't even have to invest that much time, y'all. I just think that y'all want, like, balls-to-the-wall shonen. But if you think about it, you didn't even get that in My Hero Academia's anime. My Hero Academia didn't even start popping the fuck off until the last, like, four episodes. Yeah, the last four episodes of the first season... Are, yeah. are what everybody remembers. Nobody remembers the first those eight first, episodes. No one remembers those episodes. Everyone remembers them being attacked yeah. in the training area. That, right. that And that's the part to remember because that's the part where it defined itself and you were like, oh shit. Like, right. oh, this is what we're doing. Okay. Listen, Fire so, Force is a series for people who do their cardio and stretch and drink water at the gym. All right. Yes. All you other ashy niggas out here who only want to go in there and do the hit the bar, <laughs> right? You want to look real good, flexing with them cables, right? All Just stressed give it out. Time. Give nah, it some time. Yeah, with y'all. your little chicken legs. No, fire, fire yeah. for people who do the full body workout. They stretch. They drink lots of water. They got their vitamins right. Like you want to be like that. 
You don't oh, want to yeah, be like the dude. You don't watch Fire Force are the ones who skip leg day. Exactly, niggas mm. with the with the swole ass arms, but they make sure they have sweatpants on. <laughs> like y'all, come on! Like it's literally if you can watch all this other stuff, which I'm not, you know, whatever you are into, you're into boop boop whatever. But if you can watch Dragon Ball Super. And Bruh. you know that they drag exactly. that shit I don't want to hear shit from any like, nigga out here to talk about yeah. Dragon Ball Super is that. the king and you can't watch Fire Force. Nah, nah like, bro. Uh-uh. Nah, uh-uh. Bro. Unacceptable. No. So yeah, that's I just, I, I don't know why. I just, I saw, like I watched a few YouTube videos where like people were in the comments and they were like, I can't believe people even watch this show. And I'm like, what? Like, nigga, it's fire. Literal Fire Force. But I was like, what? And then I go on Twitter and... Oh, I guess that's one other thing I'll say. Um, the the young people. Um, I saw some post this week where, of course, the child it must have been a child got dragged because they were like, "If you're over thirty and you're in the anime, what the fuck are you even doing with your life?" And Th- this is I, written by someone who's probably nineteen. Oh, you probably yeah. <laughs> like yeah, stop. You're probably right. Yeah, which is kind of just like, you know, sweetie, um, don't project your insecurities onto the internet. Like, Good, good just, point. Just saying, just like, don't do that shit, because you, you can't, that, that, that just doesn't make sense. Like, you wouldn't even be enjoying this shit if it wasn't for the niggas in the 30s. Like, we're the ones who put our money into it. So, I yeah. mean, I mean, it's, come it's, on. And not, it's made by adults. Like, don't get it, don't get adults. it twisted. And also, why are you trying to gatekeep, nigga? Like, are you serious? Do you want more these are, of it? These are little children. This is, these are not yeah. real people. That is that is true. No. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> okay, I, that, that's what I want. That I just I just want the, those were things that I had like witnessed this past week. So I just wanted to give my recommendation and say that. Yeah, I don't I don't really have any recommendations this week. I think not only did Unordinary take a lot out of me, but I've been happily living on vacation. Just mm-hmm. not thinking about, you know, anything complicated, uh, not trying to do too much work, not trying to do much of anything. Um, but I, this, I've, this is not like necessarily a recommendation, but just a heads up, which is Netflix did license a whole bunch of uh, a Gundam content. I don't know when it's dropping on American Netflix, but it might be a time, Ooh. you know, summer months coming is hot. You could go you could go watch the compilation movies of the original Gundam. You know, get all caught up, get ready for oh, Hathaway's Flash. Oh, I saw Flash. that. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 I don't know if it went out, but like that's something to be on the lookout for. Ooh, so, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good shit. All right. Well, um, that is it for this week. So, if you have not already, make sure you are following us on social media Facebook, Anime Savants, Twitter, Anime underscore Savants, and then TikTok and Instagram, uh, regular Anime Savants. Yep. You can holler at your boy and- at Neural Handshake. On Twitter, don't send no hate. I'm on vacation. I'm happy. Save that shit yeah. for next week. And you guys, you gotta rate us. Like, rate us on Facebook. Rate the page. Um, so it'll get more thingamabobs. You know. Um, thanks for liking the posts, but also following the Instagram helps so 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 much. Also retweets everything. You know, takes a millisecond. And if we don't fit the um, aesthetic of your page to retweet, then let us know what you would like for us to post it so that you can, you know, Absolutely. repost it. Retweet help it. help, help your boys. Open. Help your boys. Yeah, like, you know, we, we I'm not about to be posting shit every day about <laughs> um, Killua versus Sasuke. Now, we not, yeah, no, now no, that no. is just excessive. Like, yeah. no. 
but we can we can we have other content we just don't know what y'all want so let us know yeah and that's all peace out